Welcome to the Hustle Sanely podcast, a show where we are breaking up with unhealthy hustle culture and redefining what it means to be productive. I'm your host and new productivity BFF, Jess Massey. Around here, we believe that productivity is so much more than just checking a million things off of a never-ending to-do list. I am obsessed with teaching you how to prioritize your mental health and the important relationships in your life while you pursue your goals. I'm here to help you ditch that feeling of constant overwhelm and cultivate an intentional life by getting your mindset right, getting clear on your vision, and creating a schedule that aligns with your actual priorities. If you want to learn how to live a peacefully productive life, then you're going to want to stick around. Let's get into today's episode. What is up, Hustle Sainly Squad? Welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is number 130, and we are talking about what to do when your plans don't work. Because let's be real, that happens to literally everyone from time to time. And when I say plans, I mean all of it, okay? Goals, schedules, to-do lists, whether plans get canceled because of crappy weather, your kids getting sick, your boss throwing a curveball at you, you, maybe you move across the country. Things change and life happens. And believe it or not, there are some ways for you to adjust peacefully when your plans just don't work out. But before we get into the nitty gritty, let's lay a little bit of groundwork because that's how we do around here, right? I want us all to be on the same page. Y'all probably know that I'm about to say what I'm about to say, and I'm going to bet that 80% of you are going to say it along with me. At least that is my hope. Are you ready? Here we go. Our schedules and routines are tools, not chains. This applies to our plans and our goals as well, okay? So we get so caught up in goals and plans and all of that stuff being pass or fail when that's just not the case. Plans are guideposts, not anchors. Now, if you have the 2022 Peacefully Productive Planner, shout out to you, first of all, for being an incredible supporter. But there is a quote in there from one of my alum Hustle Sanely program students that just is so well said. So I I want to read it to you right now. And it says, I'm realizing that goals aren't a pass fail thing and they're not a metric for measuring whether I'm doing good enough or not. They're just practical ways to move toward living out what matters most to me. Okay, like, are you kidding me? Clap, clap, snap, snap, all the things. Yes, Liana, spot on. I could not have said it better myself. So like a pre-step before we get into the four steps that you can follow when your plans don't work out is to get your mindset right about plans, goals, schedules, routines, to-do lists, like all the things. These are not things that dictate your worth or things that you have to live and die by. They are meant to enhance your life, not bog you down. I'm going to say it again. All of these things are tools, not chains. So do what you need to do to reframe how you're thinking about these things. I know that it can take a lot of energy to do the inner work and to create new thought patterns, but that work is a big deal. Like it matters. I tell y'all this all the time. And this is also in the planner. Our thoughts become our words. Our words become our actions and our actions make up our lives. Sassy Jess is going to pop in for a second here. So just prepare yourself. So many conversations that I have over on Instagram in DMs revolve around me trying to help people reframe their thought patterns. 
Just so you know, that is exactly why key one to hustling sanely is get your mindset right because the way that you're thinking about something is everything. Like it's really everything. So I'm going to tell you right now, you are in charge of your life, period. You're not a victim. You're not stuck. You may not be able to overhaul your life in this exact moment, but you get to decide what thoughts you're letting stay and which ones you're releasing and letting go, okay? You get to decide what your next move is. You get to decide how you're going to show up and how you're going to respond to situations. So stop giving your power away to complaining that things are hard or that they never work out for you. That's a waste of your energy and it's going to keep you stuck right where you're at if you want to change change something, you've got to do something different. And a good first change to make is cleaning up your thought life. Our thought life is so incredibly powerful and I will never, ever, ever stop shouting it from the rooftops. Okay. Wow. That was a tangent that I did not expect to go on, but here we are. But I really do stand behind everything that I just said. But now let's talk about when you need to pivot because your plans don't work out. Okay. No matter what kind of plan we're talking about here, I have got, like I told you, four four steps that you can follow to help you make intentional moves forward instead of spiraling out of control and throwing an adult tantrum when something doesn't work out. And just a little disclaimer, this is not me telling you to not feel your feelings when your plans don't work out. Feel, process, yes, do those things. That is healthy, but don't ruminate because that is not healthy. I learned that in therapy, okay? And then the last thing before we get into the four steps, I thought it would be helpful if we had a few examples that we kind of carry with us throughout this episode so you can see the steps in action after I explain each one to you. So I wanna give you uh, those two examples right now so that you just know what they are and they make sense later on. So number one, a few weeks ago, I got the 2023 product samples in the mail like six days early. Super exciting, but it kind of threw off my whole week as far as what I had planned. I had to shift everything around to accommodate for the samples arriving early because I wanted to edit them as quickly as possible so that we could place our order as soon as possible because even a week's difference in ordering can have a big effect when it comes to getting inventory in later this year. We won't get into that. That's like business talk. So that's example number one. Example number two, Adam and I had to cancel our anniversary trip a few weeks ago due to inclement weather. It was like a straight up hurricane pretty much, okay? We planned a three-day beach trip on the other coast of Florida to celebrate our eighth wedding anniversary, and we had our resort booked, a massage booked, and dinners booked, like dinner reservations. We were heading over there, and we got a little over halfway there, so we were probably in the car for like an hour and a half. When we felt like we were driving through, like I said, an actual hurricane, we're from Florida, so we're used to afternoon storms, but this was next level, y'all. Like, it wasn't tense. So I looked over at Adam and I asked if he had checked the weather before we booked the trip. He didn't and I definitely didn't. So we'll finish the story as we chat about the steps to follow when your plans don't work out. But those are the two examples that kind of popped into my mind. And we're just going to kind of, like I said, carry them with us through the episode. So what are the four steps? What are the four things that you can do when your plans don't work out? I'm going to lay them all out for you at once 
wants right now. And then we're going to spend time breaking each one down. So number one, step one, pause and recenter. Step two, ask yourself, why didn't the plan work? Step three, ask yourself, what can I do right now to make the situation better? And step four, make your next move. All right, let's break them down. Step one, pause and recenter. See, I told you that I wasn't going to recommend that you suppress your annoyance at the change of plans because that's not helpful either. Before you do anything else, I just want you to pause for a few moments and assess how you're feeling. When something doesn't go according to plan, just take a pause. Take a pause. Acknowledge the feelings and use them to help you with the rest of the three steps that are left, okay? The way that I like to pause and recenter is to actually stop what I'm doing, like physically stop, close my eyes. Obviously, if I'm driving, like pull off to the road, like do not be doing this while you're behind the wheel. Okay. But this is what works for me. I stop what I'm doing. I close my eyes and I take three deep breaths. It sounds simple and it is. It is not meant to be complicated, but it's really effective for me. So give it a try if you haven't found a way to help yourself kind of recenter yet. And honestly, that's usually enough for me to be able to process what I'm feeling and position me to move forward rather than flying off the handle immediately, right? So let's revisit those two examples so I can walk you through how this step kind of panned out for each one. So the product samples coming early. My first wave of feeling was excitement because hello, 2023 product samples, like that's a big deal. That's really fun. But right after that, I felt a twinge of guilt because I knew that I was going to throw the rest of my plans for that day and kind of the rest of the week out the window so that I could comb through the samples and send over the final edits to my designer ASAP. So I took a few deep breaths and I moved on to step number two, which we will talk about in just a second. And then for the example of canceling our anniversary trip, about halfway into our road trip, like I said, we found ourselves driving through an actual downpour. So I pulled out my phone and I checked the weather for the rest of the weekend only to find that the beach we were heading to was under a weather advisory that day and there was a 90% chance of all day rain both of the other days that we were scheduled to be there. So what was I feeling? Like what was the pause and recenter moment? Of course, I was super bummed to see this weather news in front of my face. Like that is how I felt was super sad. But what did I do? I took a few deep breaths and then I moved on to step number two, which we're going to get into right now. Step number two, ask yourself, why didn't the plan work? Pretty straightforward, right? But a lot of the time when we're kind of in the heat of a situation, we forget to do these small practical steps because our thoughts are swirling and our feelings can feel very big and very intense. But when we straight up ask ourselves, why didn't the plan work? It positions us to actually have the opportunity to troubleshoot as best as we can in the moment as to why something didn't go according to plan, okay? So let's whip out our examples. So again, the first one, my product samples coming in early. So the plan that isn't working in this case is the weekly schedule that I had ready for this particular week. Why didn't the plan work? This one is very easy to answer. My 2023 product samples arrived six days earlier than they they were scheduled to arrive, right? Like that's pretty, that's a pretty easy question to answer. But after pinpointing that as the reason why my weekly schedule wasn't going to go according to plan, I'm able to see that I can't control when 
when I receive a piece of mail, but I do get to decide how I'm going to handle its early arrival. Okay. So that is the first example. Second example. So canceling our anniversary trip. Why didn't our plans of lounging on the beach to celebrate our wedding anniversary not work out? Like why did those plans not work out? Another simple answer the weather was trash, right? Like very easy to answer that question. Another thing that I don't have control over is the weather, but I do get to decide how I'm going to handle the situation. So as I'm sure you've gathered, step two is very simple and straightforward, but it's a solid reminder of what you can control versus what you can't control. And it's just another reminder to slow down and just let yourself process what is going on. You guys, it is finally time for the Hustle Saintly program to open for enrollment. I am so excited. If you are new around here, let me explain. The Hustle Saintly program is my live eight-week group coaching program where we do a deep dive into the five keys to hustling sanely, which let me tell you what those are really quick. Key one, get your mindset right. Key two, get clear on your vision. Key three, define your priorities. Key four, create your routines and schedule. Key five, implement Hustle Saintly five every day. So these five keys to hustling sanely, they are gonna help you release overwhelm and live a peacefully productive life no matter what season you're in right now. So I'm going to be honest. There is a catch. Technically, there's two catches this time around for program season. Catch number one, we usually open the program two times a year, every year, but this is going to be the only time that the program is open in 2022. Okay. Like this is not a drill. You will not be able to get into the Hustle Sunday program again after this until 2023. So just putting that out there. And then catch number two, in Instead of having an open enrollment, which is what we usually do, we're doing an application-based enrollment, and I am so excited to welcome in 25 brand new students. So applications open May 20th, and they're going to stay open until May 27th. So mark your planner if you're wanting to apply, okay? Now, here's the thing. There is no one-size-fits-all approach when it comes to productivity. We are all walking different journeys, we are experiencing different seasons, and we have our own desires for what we want our lives to be like. You don't need another time management hack. I'm telling you right now, you need a lifestyle shift. And that is why I created this program and the five keys to hustling sanely. So if right now, maybe you find yourself spending a lot of time in the Starbucks drive-thru pounding caffeine because the number of hats that you wear makes it really freaking hard to create a peaceful schedule that doesn't leave you feeling spread thin, or maybe you're so used to your typical response being, I'm so busy. When somebody asks you how you're doing, maybe you usually feel like you're running on a hamster wheel, just kind of checking random things off of a never ending to-do list every single day, but not really making progress toward your goals then the Hustle Sanely program was made for you, okay? This program is my baby. It is all things how to hustle sanely in one place with me right there with you as your coach. I have taken over 250 women through this program and I'm just saying the testimonials speak for themselves. Like this program will change your life if you let it, okay? So again, applications open on May 20th. And if you wanna learn more about the program now to kind of prepare, see if you think it's a good fit, head over to jesscamassi.com slash HSP. I cannot wait to see you inside of the program and let's get back to the show.
So step number three, when your plans do not work out is ask yourself, what can I do right now to make the situation better? Now, I don't know about you, but when I'm in the heat of a moment and something isn't going according to plan, it's really easy for my brain to go into overdrive mode, trying to figure out all the things that need to happen immediately, like in that moment in order to make it okay that the plan didn't work out. I get so overwhelmed thinking about all the things that I, and I'm putting this in air quotes, need to do. So this gives me my next few concrete action steps without me feeling overwhelmed, like doing this step. So when I ask myself, what can I do right now to make the situation better? It helps me let go of that overwhelm and focus on what's right in front of me, okay? So some other ways that you can phrase this question, what can I do right now to make the situation better? Other ways you can phrase it might sound like, what is the most important thing that I need to do right now? Or who do I need to communicate these change of plans with right now? So instead of trying to navigate 85 different things to do when something doesn't work out or go according to plan, this step helps me to do things that are actually helpful in the moment. Okay. Let's bust out our examples and dig into them. Okay. So back to the first example, product samples coming in early. So step three, what can I do right now to make the situation better? So let me preface this by saying that getting the samples early, I'm trying to make this clear. It's amazing. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing at all. And I was so grateful that it happened, but it still threw a wrench in the plans that I had for that week that they came early. Okay. Like I mentioned earlier, I made the choice to shift everything around to accommodate for the samples coming early because I wanted to edit them as quickly as possible so we could place our order as soon as possible, okay? So to make the situation better, I asked those two questions. What is the most important thing I need to do right now? The way that I answered that question, rearrange my schedule to accommodate for editing the samples this week. Now, don't worry about the how right now. I want you to worry about that in step four. Right now, step three is just you defining what needs to be done to make the situation better. So you're mapping out a game plan, all right? So the second question, who do I need to communicate these change of plans with right now? My designer is how I answer that question. So I need to let my designer know so that she can tweak her schedule accordingly as well. Having those two pieces of info at the front of my mind as priorities, like knowing that I need to rework my weekly schedule and communicate with my designer, made the original plans not working out seem like way less of a big deal. At first, I was like, oh my gosh, like this is so exciting, but now I have to restructure my whole week. How am I going to get everything done? Am I going to hit all my deadlines? Like, you know what I mean? Like, you just kind of go into a tailspin of panic. But when you answer these questions, you have in front of you what actually matters, and it just helps you calm down a little bit. So, okay, let's talk about the next example, canceling our anniversary trip. So I asked the question, what can I do right now to make the situation better? And if it feels too broad, you can break it down into what's the most important thing I need to do right now. So in our case, what was the most important thing we need to do right now? Decide if we want to do the trip with a 90% chance of rain, or do we want to turn around, go home and reschedule the trip for another time? So Adam and I, 
pulled off to the side of the road, discussed our two options, and we chose to turn around and go home and reschedule the trip to a weekend with better weather. Okay, so that's the first part. Second part, who do I need to communicate these change of plans with right now? My parents, because they were dog sitting for us. So I I need to let them know like, hey, we're actually coming home. Um, I needed to communicate with the hotel because we need to cancel our reservation. I needed to communicate with the spa so that we could cancel our massage appointment. And then I needed to communicate with the restaurant to cancel our dinner reservation. So yes, I was obviously incredibly bummed about canceling our trip at the very last minute, but I was really proud. And Adam even said something. He was like, wow, I am so impressed with how calm you're being right now. I'm really proud of how peacefully I handled this situation. I am telling you guys, these steps really do equip me to handle things just from a more like poised place. You know what I mean? It doesn't make my emotions disappear, but it puts me like back in, it puts my logic back in the driver's seat when it comes to decision making, if that makes sense. So that is step number three. Step number four is make your next move. Honestly, most of the time, step three really sets you up for this one, step four, because remember in step three, you figure out the what is most important. And then in step four, you determine the how, aka you're doing what needs to be done to carry out the action steps that you thought about and brainstormed in step three. So let's get to our examples. The product samples coming in early. So what did I do? I sent a voice message to my designer and I let her know that, hey, I received the samples early and I want you to expect my final edits by the end of the week. Then I sat down and I looked at my calendar for the rest of the week and I determined what I could shift into the following week so that I could clear up about a day and a half for product edits. So that is that example. Example number two, canceling our anniversary trip. I called my parents to let them know that they wouldn't have to dog sit anymore. And then I called the resort, the spa, and the restaurant to cancel all of our appointments, reservations, all the things. When Adam and I got home, we looked at our schedules and we picked another weekend that we could rebook the trip for. So making the next move in both of these cases wasn't a huge deal because of the thought processes that steps one through three kind of guided me through, right? Like I said, following these steps doesn't mean that you're pumped about your change of plans, but it really does help to just operate from a place of purpose and intentionality rather than chaos. I feel like I'm in charge of how I'm handling a situation because these steps set me up for navigating a plan gone rogue with intention, right? So to wrap it up, let's quickly just recap the four steps that you can follow when things don't go according to plan. So number one, pause and recenter. Number two, ask yourself, why did the plan not work out? Step number three, ask yourself, what can I do right now? to make the situation better. And step number four, make your next move. So you can use this four-step strategy for all kinds of things not going according to plan. So I hope this episode was helpful and that it was a good reminder that things can remain peaceful even when they're not going according to plan. You're in charge. Remember that. You are in charge. I will love you forever and ever if you share this episode. Y'all know I put my heart into this show and one of the best ways you can show your gratitude is is by sharing it with your people. So just post a screenshot on your Instagram stories, text the link of this episode to your three besties, tell your favorite coworker about the show, just help me spread the word. Thank you so much. I love you so much. I will talk to you next Tuesday and I hope you have the best day ever. I so appreciate you tuning in to today's show. I hope that it blessed you right where you're at. 
If you did enjoy it, take a screenshot of the episode and share it on your Instagram story along with your biggest takeaway. Make sure you tag me at Jess M. Massey so I can see it and share it on my story too. Your feedback is such an encouragement to me and it helps the show more than you will ever know. If you want more Hustle Sanely in your life, head on over to jessicamassey.com. It's actually my favorite place to hang out online. I'll meet you right back here next week. And until then, keep hustling sanely.